0: these are poems read by the author from his wix blog uh, david smith 208 Uh, and this one is from we're now in may 13th of 2018 and this one has no title it just says it's a poem huh so, this one is titled Poem. <laughs> I say, Poem. If nirvana lies at the center, then action spirals out with passion. Otherwise, you just have distraction. They say, Return to the center. This is no joke. <laughs> oh, it's not a joke. Oh. Return to the center they say that in yoga class? Mm -hmm. If you are watching TV, you will never be free. The way to heaven is up the center of your tree. Okay. So I guess you should go up your tree. (laughs) Some have only a fleeting glimpse and then write a book. This is not the way. Oh. Yeah, but you had a fleeting glimpse glimpse and then you wrote a poem or a bunch of poems and then you did a podcast and is that not the way? Some have only a fleeting glimpse and then write a book. This is not the way. The way is three hours a day. Or six hours if you are professional. Yeah, I should try to be professional in what I'm doing, Huh. huh. Yeah, why don't you turn professional? Huh. Six hours of meditation a day. Huh. I should go professional. Wow. That'd be cool. It's sort of like you became a tennis pro, I guess, if you practice six hours a day. Huh. Well, that's different than three. Some have only fleeting clubs and then the write a book. This is not the way. The way is three hours a day or six hours if you are professional. Huh, a real mystic does six more in secret. Oh, no. He's saying a real mystic. I think he's saying he does 12 or something. Well, all, they, a real mystic is sort of like a continuous remembrance of God or something. And here it implies uh, that he has six hours off and, Six hours of sleep and six hours of remembrance actually leaves six hours extra, huh? huh. The enlightened being knows all, but is very selective huh, and tends not to intrude. But knowing the future sometimes uses it, but mostly for convenience and kindness, huh. The enlightened being actually transcends time and is one with you, so knows what you want before you do. <laughs> hmm. oh, it's a very enlightened poem in a way. If you say you should meditate six hours, then it, it must be, by definition, an enlightened poem. Oh. Why didn't you go to Veggie Fest? Uh, I mean, uh, seems like a good thing to do. But you didn't go to Veggie Fest. And what happened? The uh, poem is, um, I don't know exactly. The poem is called, uh, Why I'm Not Going to Veggie Fest. Uh-huh. Why I'm not going to veggie fest because I love my veggies so much, I refuse to leave them <laughs> Wow, you're addicted to you love your veggies <laughs> mm. plus, I am the worst disciple of the master. oh, oh, I see, I'm not going to veggie fest because I love my veggies so much, I refuse to leave them. Plus, I am the worst disciple of the Master. I love my veggies so much, I dream of reincarnating as an arugula plant. Uh-huh. Last time I went to Veggie Fest, all I got was this hat. Uh-huh. Where's the hat, actually? I know you have a Veggie Fest hat, and you wore it so much it was worn out. Uh-huh. Huh? Last time I went to Veggie Fest all I got was this hat. I have preconceptions about going to Veggie Fest. Like I think the weather will be bad, but I end up being taught a lesson that everything I think is wrong and the weather turns out perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have a bad um bad um attitude in a way, because you? You'll always think, oh, the weather is probably horrible in Chicago at uh, in in August. Uh, So you have a terrible attitude, and that's it's your attitude. I think maybe it's why you don't go. And it makes you. Maybe it's your attitude that makes you the worst disciple of the master. Yeah. Last time I went to veggie Fest all I got was this hat. I have preconceptions about going to veggie Fest. Like, I think the weather will be bad, but I end up being taught a lesson that everything I think is wrong, and the weather turns out perfect. Yeah, every time you think something like that, you are taught a lesson and you turn out to be wrong. So everything you think is wrong. Okay. Actually, that could must be true, because whenever you speculate uh, about the future or what you think something will be, it almost has to be wrong. <laughs> the only thing I trust more than vegetables is fermented vegetables. Oh, I see. So you preferred uh, your veggies fermented, and so is that why you refuse to leave them? Uh-huh. Why can't you... You could leave them and let them ferment, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, maybe if you fermented them, you could leave them. Yeah. The only thing I trust more than vegetables is fermented vegetables. (laughs) Is that like torsi, like uh, the Greeks make? uh, I noticed in the the grocery store, they have these great big barrels or full-size barrels. What are people doing with those things? Are they fermenting vegetables? I can't go there because when I go, all I want to do is eat and dance reggae. Wow. Wow, you you just eat like crazy, that's the thing. I can't go there because when I go, all I want to do is eat and dance reggae. When I do seva, I end up missing my flight, which costs me a lot of money. Then I return to the center, and am told by the guru that it was a good thing. Uh, He thinks it's good if you miss your flight, and it costs you money. Some attitude he has. D.S. Poem, undated. Yeah, in usual you have an undated poem. Uh-huh. Then it has a quote. As my mother used to say, as far as I'm concerned, between an enlightened Buddhist and a vegetable, there's no difference. Bhikkhu Bodhi, page 192. Why Buddhism is True by Robert Wright. Yeah, but that's yeah. That's what my mother used to think. Probably that the difference between me and a vegetable is really. Since I ate them, then there really was no difference. That's why I'm not going to veggie first. What's the quality of your poetry? Does your poetry have the uh, sempiternal youth of poetry? Do you have a semp? Is it sempiternal? Uh, sempiternal. If semper means always, and eternus means eternal, is it always eternal? Uh Well, I don't know what the poems are, if these poems are eternal. The next poem, which is May 11th, is called uh, Love is Quiet. Well, okay, so you should be reading quietly in the early morning. Yeah, read quietly, because love is quiet, Uh All right, I'll be quiet, too. Love is quiet, uh-huh. While desire has a lot of issues, all the drama of your stories is the 75%. Oh, what's the 75%? Uh, oh, the drama of your stories. Hmm. It's actually not that interesting. Oh. Yeah, all this rubbish from your life is just not that interesting. So, why do we have to listen to all the stuff from your life? Well, what? You can use the 25% to just sit quiet at the center. That's real beauty. Okay. Oh, right, so you you should sit quiet to get some real beauty. The Buddhists believe in a holy attitude. Purity creates a lot of latitude. Keeping the chit unstirred should not be underrated. Living the quiet life is less complicated. Your mind can go into the zone immediately instead of waiting two hours. Yeah, yeah, that'd be horrible if, like, you, um, Meditated two hours a day and go into the zone just at the last minute of the second hour. (laughs) Yeah, and then you stop meditating. What happened? Uh, What's happening with you? Your mind can go into the zone immediately instead of waiting two hours. That's why a lot of emotion does not make for good devotion. Oh... So you is that why you're so emotionless and don't have any feelings? You're, like, cold and have no emotions. Why don't you get more emotionally involved in life? Okay. And make the drama of your stories and make a drama. <laughs> That's why a lot of emotion does not make for good devotion. No. The sweetest nectar is internal. Don't worry if it's not an eternal. Hmm. Just repeat and repeat until it becomes eternal. (laughs) Always eternal. That's an interesting poem. Yeah, are you going to do post-poem analysis? (laughs) In the quiet, uh, if you're quiet enough. Mm -hmm. Well yeah i did analysis i put uh i sometimes uh, get the dictionary the epistemological analysis of the word sepaternal so i do word studies and uh, yeah i look to the word uh, the word of god is just a dictionary there's no it's not. They say some um, people say it's the music of the spheres, and it's a sound coming. But it's just a dictionary. It's just a bunch of words. It's actually the Holy Bible. Is the word? <laughs> no, no, that's not right. The word is a sound current. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. So can you quietly read this again? You yeah, know, love is quiet. Well, desire has a lot of issues. Yeah, you have a... Is it because of desires that you created all kinds of issues and outstanding imbalances? And you've got a lot of things... Going, irons in the fire because of desire. Yeah, that's the 75%. All the karma I have from when I was... Uh, oh, what What were you from your past lives? Yeah. Well, I have, a, well, desire has a lot of issues created from my past issues, from my past lives. <laughs> All the drama of your stories is the 75%. It's actually not that interesting, huh? Well, I thought you would be interested in my life and this stuff, but... Uh, why doesn't your mind obsess over your own issues? Okay it's actually not that interesting. You can use the 25% to just sit quiet at the center. Oh yeah, I have 25% free will, so I could use that just to sit quiet at the center. Also, you're using 25% of your time to to do meditation, and the rest is a bunch of drama. Yeah, I create this drama. I create all these self-created dramas that uh, it's like my, what's it Blake called it? My mind forged mantles, manacles, man, manacles. You have mind forged manacles. Yeah, I forged them through my mind. Uh-huh. What's that happen? What happened? Well. He says in the poem London, he says, London, I wander through each charactered street, near where the chartered tames does flow, and mark in every face I meet marks of weakness, marks of woe. In every cry of every man, in every infant's cry of fear, in every voice, in every bane, the mind forged manticles I hear. How the chimney-sweepers cry, ever-blackening church appalls, and then the hapless soldier's sigh runs in blood down the palace walls. But most through midnight streets I hear how the youthful harlots' curse blast the newborn infant's tear in blights of coronavirus, and blights with plagues the marriage hearst. Wow. Oh that's William Blake. <laughs> yeah. How does he come in? Well, that's how when I create the mind forge Manticles. At the center there's real beauty. The Buddhists believe in the holy attitude. Purity creates a lot of attitude. Keeping the chit. That's C H I T. That's like the 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 mind vibrations so of the That's like the subconscious mind in yoga philosophy. Keeping the chit unstirred should not be underrated. Yeah, don't stir it up. Like, I know yours has been stirred up when you're in a traffic jam and you go crazy. Yeah, you're half crazy when you get caught in traffic, you know? You better get rid of your car or you better just not drive much or don't go out during rush hour. Or your chit will get stirred up and you won't be able to meditate. Keeping the chit unstirred should not be underrated. Living the quiet life is less complicated. Yeah, then why don't you go live on the farm or something and just ho ho your just make your fermented vegetables or something, huh? Your mind can go into the zone immediately instead of waiting two hours. Yeah, I guess that's what you talk about, your instant on. Yeah, if you don't stir up that shit and you manage your whole attitude and, and you stay quiet and love. You said love is quiet, so. If you want, I don't know, see how you can get Instant on third eye. Without some sort of quiet life, living the quiet life is less complicated. Your mind can go into the zone immediately instead of waiting two hours. That's why a lot of emotion does not make for good a devotion. That's well, that's your famous line from your poetry. That's why you're famous because you have no emotions and you're cold. You're a cold person that doesn't have any love. Uh, yeah, you would tell the women don't think you love them, and you don't love anybody. You just love yourself, and you're the pure form of hardcore narcissism within mysticism. You're, yeah, you're extremely narcissistic mystic, uh, yeah yeah i I take narcissism to such an extreme that it turns into annihilation. Oh you push yourself too hard, I think maybe you should have more emotions and uh, and create some drama with your girlfriends and have some emotion, even though that does not make for good devotion. The sweetest nectar is internal. Don't worry if it is not eternal. Just repeat and repeat until it becomes sempiternal. That is if you, your love is quiet. I know you read a lot of books or at least get them out of the library and glance at them and try to read them. Yeah. What were you doing? Were you reading the I Ching? Uh yeah. Well, the idea was there's there could be wisdom. Oh, you were digging around, rooting around. You root around anywhere to dig out some wisdom, uh, even from China. Yeah. Uh, there could be some in there, I think. So, I don't know. I never really mined it that much. Like, Bitcoin miners haven't mined it that much. So, uh... But what'd you find in the I Ching? Well, I found Hexagram 52. What's the next poem? It's called Hexagram 52. Oh, what's in that? Uh, well, there's something there, uh it had uh, uh, Ken is oh I Ching hexagram 52 is Ken K-E-N's keeping still or the action is meditate oh okay what the heck is that Uh, did you meditate (laughs) the judgment poem keeping still Keeping his back still so that he no longer feels his body. He goes into his courtyard and does not see his people. No blame. I think that's a poem from a book or something. The image poem is mountains standing close together. The image of keeping still. Thus the superior man does does not permit his thoughts to go beyond his situation. Oh, Yeah, you were talking about controlling your emotions and stuff. You do not permit your thoughts to go beyond his situation. Oh. Yeah, you said before, I think in the other poem, you said, uh, Oh, what did you say? He said, uh, That's why a lot of emotion does not make for good devotion. And then you say here, Thus, the superior man does not permit his thoughts to go beyond his situation. So are you not going to go beyond your immediate concerns? <laughs> no. Conclusion. Hexagram 52 shows that when we become still, we are able to find peace in our minds. The constant practice of becoming silent within the conscious can allow inner healing to begin. Yeah. Is that sort of like autophagy, faji auto faji feji? What's this inner healing? Huh. Meditation takes diligent practice and once mastered can be used at any time to help clear the mind. Uh, who wrote that the book or you? And now you have where's all the poem? Is there a poem here? Oh my God! It's kind of interesting, but oh, these are I suppose uh, poems. There, there's something here. It says I Ching Fortune dot com. Oh, that's the picture. Hexagram <laughs> fifty-two. Huh. Oh, I guess you liked it because uh, there's not even a poem here. Hexagram. There was the poem from that book, but uh, judgment poem. Judgment poem, keeping still, keeping his back still so that he no longer feels his body. He goes into his courtyard and does not see his people. No blame. The image poem, mountains standing close together, the image of keeping still, okay. Thus the superior man does not permit his thoughts to go beyond his situation. And uh, it shows you meditating, it has you, goodness gracious, on the mountain. Oh yeah, you put yourself up in the mountain. And then you, oh, you have the book here. Well, that's helpful. Yeah, you have this book like a zillion years ago or something. It's the I Ching or Book of Changes. Uh, and which the the translator that you get to this makes a big difference, I guess. This was Will Wilhelm. Uh, yeah, the one, you, this universe, Princeton University Press... And it says, as the third son, which, yeah, you are interested as the third son. You're the third son. According to the I Ching, my role is keeping still and resting on the top of a mountain. So, your role, oh, you see your role as keeping still. My role in life as the third son is to. Keeping still and resting on the top of a mountain. On the top of a mountain. Huh. Hexagram 52 is the basis for that claim. So you're going to keep still on the top of a mountain, as per hexagram 52. I know you like fasting and you like intermediate fa- intermittent fasting. And you believe in all that stuff. And Yeah, then do it. So, And try to stop eating so much at night. Oh, okay, why did you have that extra salad? I mean, you had like three salads. What's wrong with you? That's t- even even if it is a salad, and you think salads are good, but you had like a dill cucumber salad uh, at Max's, and you had a red cabbage, uh, which is fine and good, but uh, then to have another salad—that's uh, too many. <laughs> I thought you ate too much. Uh, yeah. So you should read your own poetry and get try to stay a notch above your uncontrollable desires. Okay, yeah. What's this poem say? Huh? Uh a notch above nothing diet. Oh, is that more than nothing? I guess. You wrote, uh, I could write an essay, but it is more pleasant to write a poem. Okay, instead of us listening to a YouTube video about fasting, I guess we could listen to this poem. Okay. A notch above nothing diet. I like to add just the minimum of fuel so the body has something to run on. And I put in just one almond so I can work on that. In the morning, I like a spoonful of honey. Yeah, what happened today? I know you put a drop of heavy cream like just barely a drops and uh, and you put barely a drop of maple syrup. You actually did that in your coffee? Why are you doing that? Well, that actually overlaps in a way with my notch above nothing diet. Yeah, in this photo you have one almond and one little chiclet. It's one of those little chiclets of uh, chocolate they use in cooking. Uh, Is it pure chocolate or, I don't know. It's like one little nugget of chocolate. It's not even big at all. It's much smaller than the almond, yeah. Is that a notch above nothing? Yeah. Coffee black is better for meditation. Oh, yeah. Milk seems to cause thoughts, so... Yeah, you have to be careful. The heavy cream uh, and the milk. uh. Yeah, you stop putting milk in your coffee because, well, it makes it cold, plus it causes thoughts. Yeah. It's just... uh, it's not worth it. Then the almond milk is barely have any almonds in it anyway, so... Coffee black is better for meditation. Milk co- seems to cause thoughts. It is almost comic. My single tidbit of chocolate. <laughs> but I am so afraid of sugar. With With an orange, I take one slice. Same with an apple. Oh, yeah, this is to meditate. You can't eat much anyway. So you said one slice. Maybe only a sip of apple cider, but, sugar, but fruit sugar better than sugar. A spoonful of yogurt is the rule. Yeah, you could have a spoonful of yogurt if you would stick to this notch above nothing diet. It might, but except for the fasting day, you probably shouldn't have anything huh? to ignite the bio in gut. A spoonful of yogurt is the rule to ignite the bio in gut. Yeah, they actually. This is not good. Uh, actually, people think they have to eat something to become healthier. Where the fa- fasting people say, actually, what you need is to not eat. <laughs> so, this whole thing about yogurt to heal the gut. The gut actually heals being empty. Oh, I see. A spoonful of yogurt is the rule to ignite the bile in gut. The the green with the rice has oh been okay. Oh. Oh, green, yeah. That's what you're saying. Green is oh, usually okay with salads and stuff. But usually, you don't go wrong with a salad or a green salad. Yeah. The sencha green tea, of course, is classical, especially amongst the Zen Buddhists. So almost empty is very similar to completely empty. Oh. Well, I, I, I guess it would be similar. I don't know. So almost empty is very similar to completely empty. It will burn off fast and you can get your ketones. Yeah, but you get ketones faster by not eating anything, but but you're saying uh, a notch above nothing uh, still burn off, I guess. It will burn off fast and you can get your ketones going when you start running. Just remember, getting truly lit is getting lit, not some emotion. Oh, to get lit is not emotion, it's actual light. Just remember, truly getting lit is getting lit, not some emotion. Stillness is the true commander. You need extreme bliss to gain control. The music of the sphere is ringing even when you are sleeping. It all tastes a bit sweeter with a poem and a picture. (laughs) Oh, so things taste better. Oh, it's a bit sweeter with a poem and a picture. (laughs) Do you have a poem and a picture? Yeah, I have a picture of the almond and the tidbit of chocolate, because this is a poem about a notch above nothing diet: As a researcher on the, the life of David Smith, I'm trying to figure out what you are doing, though. Between May fifth and April nineteenth, when you were writing a poem almost every day, and now there's a gap between May fifth and April nineteenth, oh, you so see you didn't write a poem every day. no, I just wherever the wind blew was blowing, I picked up the wind and it was it blew into my phone, and uh, it wrote itself a poem. Uh-huh. How did you write your poems? Well, who knows? <laughs> but this is April 19th, uh, and it was, comes from The Dust of Annihilation. Yeah, so your poems, you're saying, are just The Dust of Annihilation. So depends on the, the dust blowing, I guess, and maybe the wind and the blowing your dust uh-huh. or the dust under the feet of the master with the dust under the feet was blowing I guess and it blew into your phone and created a poem yeah okay you say poem and you call this poem uh, DS poem April 19th it says empty Chast and still, and truly detached, more on the other side than here, head stuck in an MRI. The great Buddha takes his seat without time limit, while still breathing. You were still breathing during this time? Yeah, well, you continued to breathe, I think, while the dust was you breathing in. Probably breathing in dust of annihilation no? when you are empty chest and still and truly detached. More on the other side than here, Head stuck in an MRI, the great Buddha takes his seat. Yeah, you make a big fuss over Buddha sitting down, no? or you pretend thinking you're Buddha, I guess, and you take a, that's a nice chair to sit in and you have this book here on the picture is that the is that the, uh, is that the right chair for meditation do you have the untethered soul book which actually wasn't too bad to read huh the untethered soul and you did you untether yourself in that chair yeah i had the just the right chair for meditation so I was able to write this poem in the chair. After the great Buddha took his seat without time, limit. while I was still breathing, I gathered up the dust of annihilation in this poem. I see. If you are on a Vipassana retreat, maybe that explains the gap in your poetry. Yeah, analysts will have to look into my my biographical information to get insights. Yeah, you have to look at the life of the poet to figure out, the, uh, to get insight into the meaning of the poems. Do you, really? Or, well, oh, I don't know. But here, he has the Vipassana retreat. Oh, I don't know that... It, I don't know if things are explained in a Vipassana retreat, or you stop, or you stop the process of explaining in the Vipassana retreat. Oh, but yeah, so let's stop that process of trying to explain what he was doing, and just do meditation. Okay, let's stop analyzing yourself. <laughs> okay, Home. The Vipassana Retreat, V-I-P-A-S-S-A-N-A. You can sit at home for double the time of the retreat and achieve any great feat without any disturbance. You will have nothing to write about, given that you do not suffer. When you warm up with a double marathon, then you can run the marathon just for pleasure. Uh-huh. How does that? Uh, if you can run a double marathon, it's not hard for you to run the marathon. Oh, so that's how you would train, I guess. Are you training for the marathon? Uh, yeah, the mar- meditation marathon. I'm trying to... I want to do a Vipassana retreat of 10 days, so I'm going to do 20 days. Oh, at home? Yeah, if I do 20 days at home, I can then do a Vipassana retreat. You can sit at home for double the time of the retreat and achieve any great feat without any disturbance. You will have nothing to write about, given that you did not suffer. Oh, yeah, I I've, I've saw these... These guys used to write books, Uh, a number of Buddhist writers. They would do a Vipassana retreat uh, where they have to sit still for 10 days and stare at their navel and do nothing. Uh, But they suffered with their knees hurting and their legs and stuff, so then they would write a book. But but, But you are writing poetry, so... Is that similar? You have nothing to write about, given that you did. Oh, yeah, my meditation was without suffering, so my knees didn't hurt it, it's at the time. So you have, will have nothing to write about, given that you did not suffer. Yeah, I just sat at home in comfort in my Vipassana retreat. When you warm up with a double marathon, then you can run the marathon just for pleasure. June, April thirtieth. That's funny that that's backdated. You know? Weird. Huh? Is that? Did you go backwards into the back into the retreat? Uh, and you have some book that I think it's about. Do uh, you have these two books? So you can't see them very well about Buddhist stuff like that. Uh, were you reading this stuff about a Vipassana retreat? And you were envious of it, I think, and you imagined yourself there and you wanted to be there in a 10 day retreat. And so you wrote the poem to make yourself be there on the Vipassana retreat. Oh you met the buddha how could you have met the buddha and what are you talking about your poem says uh, i met the buddha where'd you meet him on the road and did you kill him Uh, i met the buddha on the road and killed him you don't see why he what he doesn't he does don't see why he left his wife and child he could just say quote, "i'm going to meditate" unquote. yeah he could have just gone said i'm going to meditate and posted a guard there and stayed at the palace without any further malice i understand family tends to get in the way which is a good reason not to stay he could have told his wife quote, "what we do now is just tantra" Unquote. He could have set up a meditation center and gave food to the poor. He could have had a he could have had a retreat. He could have walked to Greece. <laughs> yeah, why didn't he go to Greece? He could have um, he could have met some interesting people, remarkable people in in Greece. If he needed scriptures, he had the Vedas. The Buddha was also a big fat liar. Oh. The Buddha's a big, fat liar. Sounds like you met yourself and you are a big, fat liar. No, wait. I met the Buddha. Why are you obsessed with this Buddhism? I know you're reading Buddhist books here and you're getting confused. So, I met Buddha on the road and killed him. It's just borrowing from somebody else who said that idea. He don't see why... You don't see why he left his wife and child. He could have just said, quote, I'm going to meditate. Yeah, you've done that. Like you could say to people in this modern era, just say, oh, I have to go meditate. And sometimes they might resist, to it, sometimes not. Huh? And posted a guard there and stayed at the palace without any further malice. I understand family tends to get in the way, which is a good reason not to stay. He could have told his wife, quote, what we do now is just tantra. He could have set up a meditation center and gave food to the poor. He could have had a retreat. Oh, that's cute. That's nu- Nueva? That's a pretty dress. I, that's you're very pretty. Muy bonita. I like it. Azul. Azul? Azul. It's so beautiful. You're such a beautiful woman. Wow. I could not leave my family and just stay home. And uh, I don't have to become an ascetic monk on the road. I could say, oh, I'm just going to meditate and close the door instead of posting a guard. You can lock the door sometimes if the kids come in. I lock the door. So, well, the family can get in the way at times. So. But you can just tell, in this modern era, you can just tell women that you're just doing tantra. And uh, you can set up your own meditation center. You can still give food to the poor. and You can have a retreat, and you can walk to Greece. And you can read the Vedas, and you can... Also, you nowadays you're even free to become a big fat liar. April thirtieth, on April thirtieth, you can. Right, that is, if you met the Buddha. You come, you claim you don't like complainers and criticizers, yet you just criticize the Buddha. Yeah. For going, leaving, and he could have stayed home and meditated, and uh, uh, he could have stayed home, uh, just, he could have shut the door and said he has to meditate, Uh yeah, so why, uh, what, uh, why are you, well, what's this next poem about? Hmm well you say poem i don't know what it's about it says those who are regular enjoy all the pleasure those who just pray and cry may still end up being dry oh oh i see you're saying you should meditate and that if you just pray and cry you may still end up being dry yeah he doesn't answer necessarily (laughs) God doesn't always answer the prayer. (laughs) Those who are regular enjoy all the pleasure. Those who just pray and cry may still end up being dry. Hey, just take up the practice. You have to be proactive. God prefers the truly devoted. You you don't have to be John the Baptist. (laughs) But give it a try. Don't ask why. Just sit and wait before it is too late. Huh? Oh, so you don't have to be John the Baptist, even huh? Um, but you should do more than pray and cry. Yeah, you you're against just plain prayer, huh? But you pray that God does your meditation. You in so you claim ask, what do you pray? You pray for God to do your meditation and to write this poem. are you living in the age of awesome? I know there's the awesome power of the atom bomb. So you must be living in the age of awesome. Oh, they use the word awesome now. So, poem, April 25th. Living in the age of awesome, I should be so experienced, no need for warm-up, just take right off, no need for prayer, so awake, so awake, no need for coffee, but my mind likes a ritual, mind and soul, who says those two cannot be happy together? Uh Yeah, your mind and soul, why can't they be happy together? Uh I don't know if the mind can ever be really trained. I think it may stand still in awe So all this might just fit In this age of awesome Uh Uh-huh Oh, yeah That is, if we are living in the age of awesome Where did you get that tombstone picture of a smith? Uh Uh-huh Do you need to pull, uh, hit the emergency SOS uh, on your phone or what happened? Uh, Then you have your third eye research laboratory. What's that? Uh, You have on this, uh, you have on like flip flip, uh, board, you have third eye Chakra. Okay, and meditation. Third eye as an alternative to the iPhone. Oh God! is that your uh, website? Is that your footboard No Oh, huh. anyways, apparently you have an emergency sOS poem. If you tap five times quickly on your right side, it sends an emergency SOS to your guru. Oh really? If you tap five times quickly on your right side. It sends an emergency SOS to you, Guru. You shouldn't forget the five charge names when you get into trouble. Since the ultimate emergency is coming, death. it would be good to have a procedure for that. Assuming you are using your third eye as an alternative to the iPhone... Dorothy only had to click her heels to get back to Kansas, so she wasted her time looking for the wizard. Huh, all that was for nothing. She wasted her time looking for the wizard. Were you gonna write hash, what's a hashtag poem? Why didn't you use hashtags? We have hashtag good eye, hashtag iPhone, hashtag emergency, SOS, hashtag fire charge names, hashtag wizard of eyes. Huh. Oh, you better, you may need right now an emergency SOS. Yeah.